Here we go. Welcome to episode number 33 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever other tangents we happen to find ourselves on. On the agenda tonight, we have the FP-45 Liberator Pistol from World War II, and you guessed it, another pistol brace classification proposal from the shit worthless ATF, and the assault weapons ban being ruled unconstitutional in California. We have a new gear under 50, and we have a contender for possibly the worst possible holster yet on Don't Carry That Shit. Tonight, we have just myself and Sam, the owner of Shyworks. The show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and ballistic imagery, photography, and videography. Sam, what's up over there at Shyworks? What have you been doing? Uh, Mostly today, just sweating. But uh, actually, today I did kind of a cool project. Um, There's a customer that wanted a, uh, obviously, custom piece painted. That's the majority of the stuff that I do. He had an idea. He wanted a uh, a gun done. The inside of it, it's an AR. The inside of it, everything is red. So, like, you know, where the trigger goes, a magwell, where the bolt slides in, uh, that's all red, as well as inside the handguard. And then the outside of it is all, um, it's, it's done in a smoke finish actually. So, um, I had a, uh, I had a, a friend of mine that actually, she used to work here for a little while. Um, she's an airbrushed artist now and she, uh, she came in and did laid smoke all over it, um, in Cerakote. So that it actually turned out, turned out pretty, pretty slick. So, um, that's kind of the, the things that I take, uh, take pride in doing is if you come up with an idea that I can, uh, I can uh, generally handle it for you. So, um, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I was doing today. Also make sure you check out our website, uh, shyworks.com. I got all sorts of cool stuff on there. Lasered mags, back plates, mag bases, uh, patches, all sorts of cool stuff. You can use uh, coupon code LSLF10 and that will get you 10% off uh, your order, uh, your, your whole cart. So uh, make sure you go and check that out. I thought you told me before that you couldn't, run Cerakote through an airbrush? Uh, well, apparently I was wrong. <laughs> uh, it depends on the, it depends on, there's uh, the different colors, actually. A lot of them are different viscosities. Mm-hmm. So some of them, I'm sure that you can't. And the airbrush that she brought, she brought her larger needle airbrush. So I'd assume you can't do all of them, but some of them do work. And luckily the color we needed white uh, actually ran through there really well. So turned out good. Got it. Okay, and our second sponsor, Ballistic Imagery, on top of offering professional photography and videography for your business or otherwise, is also offering a deal just for you guys here on Gears and Beers. This print tonight only until midnight. If you stop by ballisticimagery.com and enter Gears and Beers at checkout, you will get 20% off this print that ends tonight at midnight, guys. Also, if you would like, are we giving away stickers? We'll give sure. away stickers. If you want some stickers, uh, share the feed. Comment below that you uh, shared the feed. And at the end of the show, we'll pick a winner. And uh, we'll give you some of these. Yeah. Gears and beers and Shywork stickers can represent. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we've got 
that stuff out of the way so we can move on to the the important stuff now. Sam, did you know you can't hum with your nose plugged? That is not true. <laughs> try, I can totally do that. Try it. <laughs> You're right. I You're... told you. Uh-huh. You guys got to open your mouth. Uh-huh. Well, that's not, that's not humming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're right. Blew my mind too. Who to thunk? Who to thunk? Right. Wow. This is a this is a hell. This what a hellaciously informative podcast we got going on right now. <laughs> I, you learn something every time you listen to I'm us. I'm wondering how many people in the comments actually tried doing that. I know I did when I first read that today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you're listening and you did try that, let us know. Let us know. We we got we got to hear uh, how many guys he he screwed with. <laughs> there was uh, actually one cat podcast that I was listening to. Uh, the Life Short Live Free podcast. I used to listen to them years ago, but they always joke that they were going to just randomly because most people listen to podcasts on their phone, and they always joke that they were randomly going to just like in the audio insert text message alerts. So like you'd be listening to the podcast and it sounded like it's your text message would go off just oh. to screw with people. I don't know if they actually did that or whatever, but I thought it was a pretty good idea. We should start screwing with people. I would not like that at all. Uh, we like shooting every now and then they would use sounds to bleep out curse words. And that would get me because they didn't just use like a, a normal beep. They would use some other kind and it drove me crazy. So I was always oh. over there checking my phone. Thank <laughs> God. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So where do we want to start tonight, Sam? Do we want to start off with uh, the ATF shit? Um, let's let's touch on the uh, the California deal on a pot. Let's touch on a positive note before we dive into the. Uh, oh, start on a high and dive it. down. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I think <laughs> sure. so. I think so. How much do you know about what happened there? Well, it's not a it's not a real. I mean, there's not issue. a ton to talk. Yeah, it's not a ton to talk about. Um, so if you hadn't heard, the assault weapons ban in California has been around since uh, since 1989, actually, um, which surprised me. I didn't realize that, that it was gone on that long. Um, but anyways, recently it was overturned by uh, U.S. District Judge Robert Benitez. Um, and he basically, he says, he, he said that it was mostly unconstitutional. Um, he says the Californians are barred from using not bazookas, howitzers, or machine guns, but rather fairly ordinary, popular, modern rifles. Um, the judge then compared, and this, the, this part's hilarious. The, it really, for, for whatever reason, it really pissed off a lot of people on the, on the left. He says the judge then compared the AR-15 to a Swiss army knife, um, which really, well, that's not, they're nothing alike. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's not, he says, like the Swiss army knife, Army knife, the popular AR-15 rifle, is a perfect combination combination of home defense weapon and homeland def- defense equipment. And he is 100% absolutely correct in that assessment. I mean, I don't think that you can argue that there is a better, that there is a tool that is more, um, you can add more stuff to it. Do, it will accomplish more things. Uh, uh, is there a firearm that's really more versatile, I think, you know, is what he's saying than an AR-15. Um, and that really pissed off a lot of people. Um, and I think the other thing that I really like to see, he said it was a perfect combination of home defense weapon, absolutely, and homeland defense equipment. And that, I mean, to me, that tells 
tells me that this judge is actually actually has an understanding and a knowledge of what the the Second Amendment, why we have that, what that was intended for in the first place, which is which is really nice to see. So um, that was cool. And then the only shitty part about it is he he did put a thirty day stay on the ruling, which obviously gives the state time to appeal. They're clearly going to. Um, I think it will be appealed up to probably the Ninth Circuit, which are a bunch of commie bastards. But if they don't, if they side the other side, then it's going to be appealed up to the Supreme Court, which actually, I, I don't know if that would be a good thing, because if the Ninth turn it down and it goes up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court uh, just de declines to hear it, then the Ninth's ruling on it stands. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this turn out turns out. Um, I don't know, Box. What are your thoughts on it? Didn't the the Ninth Circuit has recently struck down some some shit though, too? Haven't they? Yeah, there was a three person panel um, that struck down back in August that struck down the magazine ban, um, their 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 magazine ban, and then that's gone. That got appealed or whatever. So now they're going to do it. There's going to be a, a hearing, and I'm probably going to butcher this in bonk or whatever, whatever the. E N and then space B A N C, which means the entire, they're all going to hear it. Um, so whether that's a good thing or not remains to be seen. I think they're going to hear that within the next couple of weeks, actually. I want to say June 22nd or some shit like that. So um, hopefully, hopefully that goes well. And it's funny, the first time that that magazine ban got struck down, it was two weeks before the state actually accomplished getting an appeal on it. And there was mil literally millions of magazines that flowed into California because everybody, I mean, it opened the floodgates and everybody and their mom that wanted one were ordering the shit out of it. Online stockpiles just plummeted. It was it was great to see. So that was kind of cool. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that this um, this 30 day ruling or this 30 day stay, I don't know if it, I would assume it's going to, the stay gets extended and, you know, it's going to go through all the bullshit channels and stuff, but I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping that we got a good turnout for those of us, those in, uh, California that have actually stayed and fought the good fight. So yeah, fingers crossed for you guys that somehow feel the need to stay over there. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we say that we say that, and it's easy to say, just get, you know, get the hell out of there. But we don't, we also don't realize that, you know, that's, their home. That's where their family and their friends is. That's where their entire lives are. It's, I suppose it's a little bit harder than, than just saying, just get out, you know? Um, and I, and I'll give it to those people that are still out there, um, you know, fighting because at least somebody is, and you know, that's, that's good to see that there's still some, uh, some fighting some people out there at least. So you can't, you can't give them too much shit. I don't suppose. Yeah, that's true. I'm not so sure I would ever leave here. At least not in this point in my life. One thing about this, though, I, I was reading about this earlier, about this Judge Benitez. This, he's got a lot of criticism also from, of course, the left for the for this. Oh, yeah. For this ruling. And they one of the quotes I came across was, I think it's incredibly problematic when a federal judge quotes things that are factually incorrect, in, incorrect because it hurts the integrity of the branch. And another thing is... He's been dismissed, his argument has been dismissed as fundamentally flawed because of how he shaped his argument. And the best way, how they uh, 
justified this, I guess you would say, that his, log or his argument was flawed, was because he stated that more people have died from the, the COVID-19 vaccine than mass shootings in California. And they were like, there's no, you can't, you can't prove that. Nope, you can't. So your your argument's totally flawed because you can't f prove this one state or one statement that you threw in your ninety four page judgment. So that throws out your entire argument. I would be extremely surprised if the judge just put that in there and didn't actually do a little bit of research on it. I mean, this judge seems like an intelligent fella. I'd be extremely surprised if he just threw that in there and didn't even actually look into it. But the problem with that is there's not going to be any, you think there's going to be any numbers that they're actually going to release on that? How many people have been killed by the vaccine? Hell no. That's okay. buried as deep as they can possibly get it. So there's, well, he's probably 100% right. The, the other thing you can throw in their face is, you know, when it comes to something like that, why are you so concerned about a, a class of gun that commits the the smallest amount of, of homicides and you're totally okay with the class handguns that commit 95%, 90, I don't know, 95, 98% of the murders in the country. Like, why did you go after the smallest amount, the, the smallest one? It makes it doesn't make any sense. Like your logic, you want to talk about flawed logic. You want to save lives. That's the most flawed logic that I can even think of. It makes absolutely no sense. So, you know, you want to go tit for tat. Your logic is a hell of a lot less than, uh, <laughs> less than this judges. So, yeah, that was the, the first part of, uh, his statement there that it said the harm of an assault rifle being used in mass shooting in mass shootings is infinitesimally, infinitesimally rare event. Hundred percent. Abs absolutely. How, yeah. Just because he may have made a poor, even let's say that is a poor statement that he that's the second half that not very many people have died. That doesn't mean that more people have died from ARs just because he made a a, a bad comparison in the second half of his statement. That doesn't discredit anything that he had said, but they're like, nope, he shaped his argument wrong, so it's totally discredited. Right. And and the other thing is, it is such an in insignificant number that the ATF doesn't even track it. Because, number one, there's no fucking such thing as an assault weapon. Number two, the, the, they're statistically, first try, insignificant. So, like... I mean, if you look at the stats, every year there's between four and five hundred with rifles in total, not not just assault weapons. That's rifles total, and a lot of those are you know hunting accidents, shit like that. Um, normal normal um, rifles being used, and the other thing is a lot that doesn't also that doesn't say how many of those are justifiable homicides. There's a difference between a murder and a justifiable homicide. Um, so. The, it, he's absolutely correct that the number is so insignificantly small that the fact that they're pushing for any of these bands is just beyond ludicrous. Um, it, it doesn't make any freaking sense, but you know, what do we, what do we know? There was, there was a lot of stuff here in this, this article that I had been reading up on 
from NBC, of course. But he also stated that injuries from firearms like the AR-15 aren't any different from other firearms that are common and lawful to own. So they went and got testaments from surgeons, and this one is a radiologist, I said, that wrote about the differences in wounds from ARs and handguns. How is that relative? I don't understand that. That wasn't what he was saying, that ARs have the same effect on a body that a handgun does. That wasn't what he was saying. But they made it out like he was talking about a, a rifles and handguns. Of course there's a fucking difference between rifles and handguns. That wasn't the point he was making. But that's the point they try to shove on us, as if there's only AR-15s and pistols. Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing is, he would have absolutely no idea of knowing the difference between a, an AR wound and a normal a normal rifle wound. They're, they're, they shoot the exact same fucking bullet. So it'd be a physically, it'd be impossible for any doctor to tell the difference between those anyways. Absolutely. I mean, really? So th- th- yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any freaking sense. And also I'm reading in here, um, Despite the ban, there's an estimated 185,569 assault weapons registered with the state. So that state allows certain weapons to be registered. As long as they're registered, they're okay. They're not deadly if they're registered. Tell me how registering a weapon prevents any crime whatsoever. I'll, I'll wait. There's crickets because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. If somebody wants to shoot someone, they're not, they don't give a shit if that weapon is registered or not. It doesn't, it doesn't accomplish fucking anything. And it's not like there's, I think one thing that people misunderstand is there's not some fucking database that when there's a shooting that occurs, Oh, they grab a bullet and they run it through the database. And that tells them exactly which gun that came from. No, that is not how that works. That's one of the biggest mis- misconceptions, actually, in TVs and movies. That that doesn't work that way. The only way you can f- match those is if you take a gun and you actually fire a bullet, you have that bullet, and then you, t- you take a bullet from a crime scene. You can match those together with the rifling marks and everything. It's not an exact science, but it's pretty freaking close. But there's no database. So having a registered gun literally does absolutely fucking nothing other than tell the state where a gun is that's it that 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 that's completely that's completely it so why why they why they allow some hand, some assault weapons and then turn down other that makes no sense their logic is so so flawed in that state it's just it's just beyond reason i don't know about just that state maybe <laughs> well, no, more no. maybe more so in that state but <laughs> logic is not uh running rampant in this country no, no. And, and I and I you're right. I misspoke. Not just that state. It's it's freaking everywhere. It's everywhere on the left and all the gun haters. But I, you know, whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, one here. The nation is awash with murderous AR-15 assault rifles. <laughs> Some kind. Oh, my gosh. See, uh, the rifles the last are thing- murderous. The last thing I'll, I'll mention, then we can move on. Um, 
the judge made another mention of knives in his ruling, claiming that murder by knife occurs seven times more often than a murder by rifle. Shocker. So unless unless you actually if you actually want to save lives, ban knives. Because they're they're used seven more times often than rifles. So um yeah, I guess enough. Anyways, this this was supposed to be a, a happy, a happy segment. So I'm um, here's Here's to California, guys. I'm hoping you guys can uh, um, can can keep this this momentum going. And also, was this a, a, a firearms policy coalition? Um, the assault weapons uh, ban. Yes, it was. All right. So the firearms policy coalition has been doing awesome things lately. Um, really leading the charge on a lot of things. So make sure or take think about donating to them, joining them because they're doing some awesome things. They're on the front lines. And they're not just—they're not just a lot of talk. Um, if you're if you're concerned about what's going on with the ATF lately, with the redefining assault or redefining firearms and stabilizing braces, think about think about donating to these guys because they're going to be the ones that them and gun owners of America and uh, you know a few of the other little guys um, that are really going to be leading the charge on this. So think about think about donating to them as well. So that's all I got to say about that. The FPC is no NRA. We'll say that. No. And we are we are also not sponsored by them or anything. So we're just we're just uh they're just good guys. But I mean if they want to sponsor us, sure. I don't think nonprofits get sponsorships. Not usually. No. I don't <laughs> Probably not as far not as I know, happen. but I mean it's worth a shot, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. We're too stupid for them, actually. Okay. Probably. What do we want to move on to next? What did you, uh, you had uh, one thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, was it was a gun or something? Yeah, the FP45 Liberator. You want to talk about that? Have you ever heard about I do. Have you ever heard about this? Uh, FP, what from, is it? FP, FP45 Liberator. It's from World War II. It's actually the that three D the first three D printed one, you know, from that defense distributed or whatever. This is the gun. Oh right, right. He named that gun after this liberator. What this liberator was was during World War II, they wanted to produce a super cheap uh, firearm and arm as many civilians as they could in uh, in Europe, like in France and stuff like that. So GM handle the manufacturing of this i'll throw this i'll throw a picture up of this the thing this is just a sheet metal piece of shit this thing cost three dollars and fifty cents i think it cost them two dollars and forty cents to to manufacture but gm was manufacturing this they had 300 employees make a or they manufactured a million of them between 10 and 11 weeks if you work that out that's wow. right. That's fucking. That's absolutely nothing. If you work that out, that's actually faster than you can load one, <laughs> which I thought was was pretty humorous. Jesus, they were cranking those sons of bitches out. Absolutely. So we sent like a half a million of these over to to Britain, but they didn't end up doing really anything with them because there was the logistics of actually delivering them they figured out they could only drop like 600 of them at a time they were going to drop them from planes 
and they figured their bombers were better off actually bombing things and doing useful shit rather than dropping, <laughs> making a hundred fucking thousand trips, dropping single shot 45 pistols in the middle mm-hmm. of France. So really nothing. Most of them actually got dumped in the ocean or a lot of them got chopped up and fucking burn up and stuff. I just thought this was a uh, an interesting World War II shit, for one, interests me a lot. But I thought this this particular thing was especially um, interesting, partly because a big argument today is people think that, like, oh, you think your AR-15 can stand up to the government? But back in World War II, the government was like, hey, let's give a million citizens this single-shot forty-five to fight the German military. So clearly they thought, oh, firearms are useful standing up against this military presence. It'll, and this was a, a dog shit fucking pistol. I mean, it operated. The lifespan was only like 50 rounds or something like that. But I, I don't know. And also, the lifespan was 50 rounds, but it was also shooting their butt rifles or the barrels weren't rifled. So you were shooting a 12-inch group at 50 feet. <laughs> it wasn't exactly... Uh, effective no. but it was more no, for it, it was more if, for uh, like assassination type killings where their their plan was come up shoot him kill him and take their gun and you got and you're now actually armed rather than with this hunk of shit right and and really i mean the gun is so small even if it was rifled you're not going to be it's hard to aim and at 50 feet still if you think about it 50 feet and hitting a 12 inch group 12 inch. I mean, that's, that's, that's chest size cavity right there, man. That's, that's still, I mean, you technically still could hit somebody at that distance, but really, I mean, the whole idea, even if it was rifled is to get closer, but I'm looking at the, uh, there's instructions on Wikipedia saying how you actually load it. Oh yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. The, the back flips down. It looks like, and then there's a thing that slides up, and then you can pull your shell out, put a new one in, then slide it back down and slap it back in there, and then it fires. So it's it's kind of a it's a interesting design. And I'll pull um, this uh, picture back up here real quick. Yeah, that lump on the back of the slide there above the grip, you'll see that pulls out towards the rear, and you pivot that off to one side or the other. Then there's that notch on the top that looks like the rear sight, which actually probably is the rear sight. That's yeah. the, the the breech block. You pull that up, and then they they actually ship these things with like a wooden dowel because you needed a, to jam that down the barrel to to extract the empty casing. <laughs> and then uh, you could store. You'll see at the bottom of the grip, there's that little tab on the front of it. That's you, that you store your extra ammo in there. Okay, I was wondering. Store, what that was. I think they came with like ten rounds or something like that stored in the grip. Um, I see, let's see, it looks like 10. Yeah, one, two, three, yeah, eight and two. Yeah, it looks like you can score score or store 10 rounds inside of it, which is that's kind of a cool design. I mean, um, not very useful in today's age, but yeah, it was no, it's, it's neat. But I mean, there's still like I had a guy come to me the other day, wanted to Cerakote a couple of those lifeguard or lifeguard pistols. Those are just freaking single shot 22s, you know? Um, but the, the government was absolutely right in this idea. Um, 
you know, it's still, it's still a pistol. It's still one shot is all you really need if you got excellent placement on it. So, um, it, it's better to have this and be completely unarmed at least, I guess. So absolutely. And think of a million citizens being or running around with these things. That's right. That's a pretty hefty force there. How many, I mean, I don't know how many Germans there actually were in France. Cause that's, um, I'm sure quite a few, they were spread pretty thin towards the end of the war, but I'm sure there was still a shitload of them in there. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, another wait. thing I found fascinating about this, I said they didn't really distribute these, but they did send them off to a few other countries. And one of the one, one of them was the Philippines. The Philippine police actually carried these as issued duty pistols for a while. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. Boy, they're really scratching the bottom of the barrel there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I guess it's better than just having a single shot 22. I mean, it was a 45. It'd be, I mean, it's still going to be effective. Yeah. It'd, it'd, probably be a, it'd probably be a hell of a kick, though, that little tiny. I'd be curious to see how big this was in a relationship to like a man's hand or something. Um, I, it doesn't, it looks really small, but I wonder how big it actually is and how bad, how bad it kicks um, when you shoot it. I'll see if I can, if I can find a picture of it next to somebody's hand, but I bet it kicks like, well, there's a, there's a picture of it. It's not that small. Uh, I mean, it's a three and a half or four inch barrel. Right. Yeah. I guess next to this dude's hand, it's not near as small as the picture makes it look. And I bet it's actually fairly heavy. It's probably kind of chunky. It looks like it's kind of chunky. So Cliff says better, yeah. better than carrying the MNP. You shut your mouth, Cliff. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> My comment section's not working tonight or the shit. Um, but yeah, that's what this was. I miss those days back in the day when the government actually, you know, saw the value of an armed, uh, an armed uh, citizenry. Now but it, just, it wasn't uh, our citizenry. Citizenry. The, huh, I can't say that word. It wasn't ours, though. It was other citizens. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, the United States is notorious for that. We'll arm. We'll arm a bunch of terrorists and, and communists. But comes to be uh, Californians. Nope. We don't want them having weapons. Can't can't have that. Maybe <laughs> we should manufacture a bunch of actual working firearms and just airdrop them over California. <laughs> um, yeah, right. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Operation California Airdrop. Uh, Box, we have a question in here from Keith Olson. He says, first time on the feed. Quick question. What are your thoughts on the possibility of having your name given to the ATF if you purchase 1,000 rounds of ammo? Oh, boy. Keith, this really is uh, must be your first time on the uh, on the feed because we are not we are not fans of the the AFT or the the A the yeah the AFT, <laughs> as Biden says. Um, I, I don't think. I don't think it'll come to that. And if it did, I don't know if that's even constitutionally, uh, if it could stand up. But I I think if that was the case, that people would just start buying it in 990 round packs instead of 1,000. Um, yeah, I think that's a, that, that, that'd be a bad thing if it ever comes to that. Um, I, I I don't see that happening. I know there is some bills that are they're they're trying to push to do that. Um, 
but yeah, like I said, if that starts, if that was the case, it's just like the, you have to report uh, transactions of $10,000 or more to the, to the government. Well, what do people do? They put it in for 900 and, you know, 9,900. I mean, that these things are so pointless that it doesn't even, it doesn't, it doesn't accomplish anything. So uh, I don't see it coming to fruition, but well, well, the way that the ATF has gone lately, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Um, thanks for the comment though. I'm glad to see you on the feed. Um, nice to have you here. I, I took that question in a different way. I thought I, I took it in a, as he was asking, if I buy a thousand rounds, do you think my name's going to be given to the ATF? But I guess yours probably makes more sense. Well, recently there's been some talk of that there. I can't remember if there's a bill in Congress that's, oh, yeah, um, that that's pushing that. So that I assume that's where I assume that's where he came from. So you're probably uh, right. or what he was thinking. You're probably um, right. Fran Don says France is having a sale on World War Two rifles never fired and only dropped once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh <laughs> But yeah, France France has a uh, they got kind of a horrible reputation with that going on. Yeah. Um. Anyways, box, you want to move on, or what are we? Uh, what do we want to talk about? Yeah, we can we can move on. Um, how about we talk about another um depressing subject? Or actually, it's probably not even depressing at this point. Everyone's used to us fucking talking about this. Let's just talk about AFT fucking reclassifying pistol braces for the 85th time in the last two years. Did you mean to say AFT or did you did you pull a Joe Biden? Yes, I meant to say that. I'm stupid. Okay, I, come on. Because I didn't credit. last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, what's going on with this? If you're unaware. Uh, Biden it was about two months ago. He put out six executive actions, and one of those uh, was to go after stabilizing braces and basically reclassify stabilizing braces. If you don't know what a stabilizing brace is, um, I got one over on the couch, I guess. But essentially, it takes an AR pistol and adds. It's not a buttstock. It's just a. It's exactly that. It's a stabilizing brace to stabilize against your arm. Well, they've become massively popular in the last few last few years because people are um, using them in a way that the, the the that the ATF does not condone. They don't they don't like it. Basically, they think people are 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 getting are just not getting their pistols SBR'd, so they're losing out on the two hundred dollar tax stamp. So they came out with this whole whole freaking list of shit. Um, and and here you probably can't see very well. Um, but this is all, this is a checklist of things. And every, every one of these things is worth zero to four points. And there is how many sections there is three. one, two, there's three sections. And if you get over four points, then you have an SPR. And I've read through this and there is not a brace on the market that is going to be legal. Every single fucking one would be illegal. So rather than just come out and say that, this is what they do. But even if there was, now get this, even if there is a brace on the market that passes all these completely arbitrary, nonsensical, just ridiculousness, 
this is the this is the the death blow to, to braces if we let this go through. The Bureau of Alcohol, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives reserves the right to preclude classification as a pistol with a stabilizing brace for any firearm that achieves an apparent qualifying score. Now they're saying if any brace actually gets less than four, but is an attempt to make a short barreled rifle and circumvent circumvent the NFA. So what they're saying. They literally say this right at the very beginning here. This is the top of the page. They literally say that even if a brace qualifies and follows all the guidelines that we set for it, we can still say that it's an SBR. So these, all these rules, completely fucking pointless. These are worthless. They make no sense because the, the ATF literally says they can do whatever the fuck they want. They're, it, it, it makes no, it doesn't, these are all meaningless because any brace that passes, they literally said that we can say it's a SBR still, even if it passes all the rules. Um, and some of these rules, I just ripped this in half, but some of them are just so ridiculous. Um, the weapon must weigh at least 64 ounces. Okay. I don't know why that, that matters. It must weigh at least 64 ounces, but then it also... It must have an overall length between 12 and 26 inches. So they say it's got to be short, but it's got to be heavy yet. So like you would have to, I, I don't know if it's too short, add fucking lead to the, to the grip or something. Um, it, it, some of these are just, and, and it says it's uh, an, the design of it. It's not based on a known shoulder stock design, or that's, if it's not, you get zero points. You get one point if it incorporates shoulder stock design features or it's based on a known shoulder stock feature. That's two points. But how do you how do you say? I mean, just the form of it be, oh, this looks like a shoulder stock, two points. There's nothing, there's no, they're all completely arbitrary and totally up to whoever is anal is is looking at this, this uh this pistol brace. It's so arbitrary and beyond ridiculous. That, like I said, I literally don't think there's a single brace on the market that could actually pass this. I really, I really truly don't. But like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter because even if it does, a brace does pass, it's too bad. The ATF can just told them, told the whole nation that they don't fucking care. They don't even follow their own rules. <laughs> so, did, have you heard about this clause yet, Boxer? Yes, that was one of the word. things I intended to bring up. That was like the one thing that I intended to bring up about it because it's just so freaking ridiculous. I don't understand how people let that slide. Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of rules to follow, but if you follow them, we're just going to go ahead and decide that you didn't. So you're right. fucked no matter what. And and the thing is, like, this is not just this is not just a fucking um, you know a slap on the wrist. This is not just so if the if the AT, even if you did follow all those to a T and you followed all those rules and you say here, this is completely legal according to your rules that you set forth. The ATF can literally still come and say, guess what, bitch, you're going to prison for 10 years. Why? Because we said that's literally what they are saying in here. There's no. And that's, I'm sorry, but that is not how the United States of America works. We have rules that we follow, things that are legal and illegal. And the fact that we have a, a, a bureaucratic agency that's literally saying 
we don't follow rules. We do whatever the fuck we want and we'll throw you in prison for 10 years. That's, I'm sorry, there's a massive problem. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. If you're on the left or the right, whether like how, how you could be okay with this, it's, it's, it's beyond, I'm, I'm flabbergasted really at their, at their, uh, what's the word? Their arrogance, I think. Um, and it's, it's disheartening because we have, we have a administration that will not do anything about this. Like they literally are cheering them on and directed them to do this sort of thing. But I, I, I don't know. I think, I think that that part probably is going to be a source of contention when this does go to court, because it will, um, because this will be implemented. It hundred percent will. I guarantee that. And it will be, there will be a lawsuit filed the minute it is implemented. So that's, that's, I can take comfort in that, I guess. And hopefully it will be put on a stay or, or whatever you call it. Um, I don't, did you read through all these rules box? I, just, for some know. reason, I could only find the first two sections. I couldn't find the, the third one. The third, well, page, the third one the is second. on. Yeah, it's on the back page. Yeah, I couldn't see that one for some reason. But yeah, I read. Um, and, and, and even like the, the rear surface area. It, uh, hold on, I got to put this together because I just ripped it in half. Uh, device incorporates features to, pre to prevent use as shouldering as a shouldering device. So they're saying if the back, you know, it has a spike on it or some reason, you know, that you wouldn't use it. Um, minimize rear surface area or rear surface area is useful, useful for shouldering the firearm. That's completely, completely arbitrary. Like that could be one person could look at this and say, yes, I can absolutely shoulder this. This is useful. And another agent could say, nope, that's not useful at all. Like, look at this bump here. That's it's, there's no actual, there's no actual guidance. They're giving themselves. They're they're saying, "Hey, we do whatever the hell we want, and if you don't like it, we're going to send you to prison for ten years." Um, what they're doing is trying to make this a minefield of of regulations with serious consequences. So it just per dissuades people away from actually using these things. That's one hundred percent what they're doing. Um, and if, if it's allowed to stand, it's going to work, I think, whether either that or everybody's just going to say, fuck you, because when was the last time anybody got actually prosecuted for a stabilizing brace? You, you know, I, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. We'll see if they have the balls to prosecute somebody under this or not, because when they prosecuted somebody with the bump stock debacle, guess what? That dude was declared not guilty. That shit was kicked down the down the fence, and there was there was nothing that came of it because the government knew that they didn't have a leg to stand on. I mean, the reasoning for that was just as ridiculous as this is. So I don't know. What do you guys in the comments think? I can't. I got to keep fucking refreshing this shit so I can see your comments. My my internet will be better in two in uh, in two weeks next time we do this. So yeah, it only Hopefully. took me a year to talk him into that. Yeah. <laughs> Did I don't think the comment period is open for this yet, is it? Not until tomorrow, I believe, is the rumor, at least, that is going to open tomorrow. Um, whether that's true or not, who knows? The government is absolutely ludicrous about 
um, actually posting that shit. So, I it took like what two weeks um, for the the firearms one to be posted. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it was a while. But yeah, as far as I know, as far as I know, tomorrow. That being said, yeah. you motherfuckers here better be commenting along with uh, the uh, comment period that's up right now about the redefining the f- redefining firearms. Go to I believe it's stopatf.org right now. And there is a mm-hmm. link at the page, at the bottom of the page. Submit a comment to ATF here. Takes you to right, right where you need to go. Write your fucking comment to the ATF. Tell them how bullshit it is without uh, cursing or copy-pasting Beep. anything. And uh, you're good to go. Just do that. It's worked one time. I mean... What do you? What are the chances we get near as many comments on either of these actually as we did with the last uh, pistol brace comment period in December? I see this pistol brace comment period going about the same way the previous one did, but I see the firearms one um, is will be far less because people don't have any understanding of what they're doing and they don't think it affects them, so they don't care. Um, but the thing is a hundred percent affects you. Even if you don't own a pistol brace, um, even if you say, I don't own one, why would I care about this? And that was the problem with so many people with the bump stock debacle. Um, they says, I don't own a bump stock. Why the hell should I care about this? Well, this is why we told you years ago, this is the reason because they're doing like there's literally nothing if if they are allowed to do this there's literally nothing stopping them from saying that a a trigger a certain trigger is too easy to fire and makes the gun fire too easily it's too easy to too easy to bump fire it or there's a this lightweight bolt carrier group is too easy to it, it makes the gun fire too fast or or all these there's literally nothing from stop nothing stopping them from making up all these because they do they literally made up all these rules that the the law of the land states that a rifle is 16 inches, a 16 inch barrel or more, and is made to be fired from the shoulder. Anything less is a pistol. Um, unless it, uh, or excuse me, anything less is an SBR, unless it doesn't have a, uh, a, a, a butt stock on it, you know? So there's, there's, there's clear definitions of a pistol and a rifle. And they are literally just making up all these they've made this up out of thin air. Literally there's no guidance on this from Congress, the actual law of the land. They're just making stuff up. And if we keep allowing them to make stuff up, they're going to make up shit until there is no second amendment left. Um, so if you think that this doesn't affect you, it 100% inequivocally does. And we told you guys what was going to happen. Um, I've been preaching this since the bump stock ban happened. I says, if we allow this to stand, the next administration, I said this word for word, the next administration that's anti-gun will do this exact same thing. And here we are, three months, four months in the Biden's administration, and here we are. So this is not going to stop. This 100% affects you, your gun ownership. Even if you're just a FUD and you have 10-round magazines or less, this this affects you. So please, please, um, 
get involved, comment. Um, you can comment more than once. You can go through Firearms Policy Coalition, Gun Owners of America, different places, everybody that's doing this. Get involved with all of them. Get involved by um, writing your congressman, by telling your friends and your family, and make, and make sure that they understand why this in, is important for them as gun owners and for them as freedom-loving Americans. Because if we, if we just sit by and do nothing, this is going to happen. Nobody is going to do this for us. This 100% is going to happen. You have to be involved. So I think that's the biggest crutch of us, That the biggest fail, flaw and failure of us as gun owners is we expect somebody else to freaking do it for us. And if our founding fathers expected somebody else to do it for them, guess what? We wouldn't be here today. So please, please, please get involved and do your part because it is important and it does matter. And that is my... That is my motivational speech for the night. It wasn't really that wanna... motivational. I'm not motivated. Well, fuck you, Box. Get your ass out there. Go sign some damn petitions. I already... Now are you motivated? No, I already have signed, though. One, I think it's... Not, I don't know if it's so much about people thinking that someone else is going to do it for them. I think a lot, a large part of it, and maybe it's half and half too. I think a large part of it, though, is people thinking that, ah, oh, no, this is too ridiculous to pass. This just, this won't, this won't ever get through. Mm -hmm. But why is it too ridiculous to get through? Look at all the fucking ridiculous shit that has gotten through so far. Look at where we're at. <laughs> I mean, look at California. Look at New York. That's that shit gets through. It happens, and it's going to happen if you don't fucking do something about it. That's my motivational yeah. speech. <laughs> yeah, you you think uh, ridiculous shit doesn't happen? There was actually a law in New York up until this. This only happened several years ago. The law was you could have ten round magazines. You could legally possess these ten round magazines. But get this, and I shit you not, this 100% was 100% legit. They said that you could only put seven rounds in them. If you put eight, you were a criminal. And I'm not joking. Go and look this up. This is 100% real. This is, this is no shit, no bullshit true. You could have a 10-round magazine. You could only put seven rounds in them. And they would pull people over. And if they had a gun, they would count how many fucking bullets they had in that, in that magazine. I'm not fucking kidding. And it took until one, this happened to a guy one time, he got arrested for having more than that in his gun. He fucking sued him and he won. And that is how that got overturned. But the fact of the matter is that that guy still went through hell and lost a lot of money. A lot of time he went to jail. Then that was a felony arrest. That was a felony arrest. If you had one more bullet in your gun. So if you think that this ridiculousness can't pass on a national level buddy i got another thing to tell you because that's that that shit is happening <laughs> it's like we should do we could do a whole entire segment on the absolutely re, the absolute ridiculousness of stuff like this but that that's the one that always gets me is you could because if somebody's gonna lock knock over a liquor store you know you know they, they're fixing on shooting the clerk and they're loading up their gun. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
well, shit, I can't put any more than that and than that in there. I better not fucking do that. Like, what jackass thought that that was that was a good idea? That still baffles me. I don't know what to say <sighs> about that. <laughs> have you have you heard you heard you've heard of that before? Yeah, that's just so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's it's so dumb. It's depressing. And you're like, good lord, I can't yeah. believe people this stupid exist. Please tell me it's not true. It's true. Unfortunately, I promise it is. I promise you. Okay. Um, what do we want to do next? Do we want to do your gear under fifty, or do we want to move on to don't carry that shit? Let's do gear under fifty. Okay. So we got a new segment. The first one was last week. It is cool gear under fifty bucks. Now this is going to be stuff that uh, most of it is going to be stuff that I personally use. Um, or that I've just found and I really like it. So I could, I will be putting that into my, a lot of, a lot of it will be everyday carry stuff. Um, but it's going to be under $50. So it's affordable and good gear. And today what we got for you is the key bar. And if you're not familiar what a key bar is, it's just a key. Uh, you put all your keys in it. Now this is slicker than shit, but what it does is you can put all your keys in it like so these just fold up into a nice little tight tight package that's what she said and then you can uh put it in your pocket and the nice thing about this is it clips on your pocket like this and then your keys just dangle down there's nothing in the world that i hate worse than having a whole ball of keys in your pocket it drives me absolutely bonkers um and this this is a cool piece of gear because you can, you can make it smaller. It'll fit two keys. You can make it larger. It'll fit up to, I'm not sure how many keys it'll fit. I would bet you would fit 15 to 20 keys on there. And obviously that'd be a massive chunk of stuff in your pants that, you know, I'm not used to something like that. But the, the other cool thing is you can add uh, tools to it. This one here is it's got a little, a little uh, kind of a pry bar or a cutting tip for like, opening boxes and obviously a bottle opener but they got all sorts of stuff in there they got knives um they got combs if you want to have a comb for your hair all the time they got usb drives i've seen in there um there's all sorts of cool stuff for that so um and the, the other another neat thing about it is i just got the stonewash aluminum but they got they got carbon fiber, they got colors, they got designs, they got different laser designs, they got bomber themes like uh, that look like a, the, uh, the front of a, of a P-41 Mustang or a bomber or something like that. They got all sorts of cool shit. Um, so this is, uh, I think it's definitely worth 50 bucks. I, I followed this brand for a long time, actually. I've been following this brand on social media for years. And they're, they have a cool social media. They've built a really good brand. I mean, as far as their, their Second Amendment supporters or freedom supporters, you know, and they're big in the EDC community, obviously. So that's kind of uh, tells you kind of what, they're, what they stand for. Um, but I just recently, I was using another uh, competitor's um, uh, piece like this, actually, for a long time, just because I got one free from somewhere. Um, and I, I, I finally just made a switch over to these guys just because of what they, what, who they are as a company. And I, I 
thought that I would rather support them than the competitors. So make sure you guys go and check these out. Generally, I'm going to try and have a coupon code for you as I did last week with Neomag, but I haven't been able to get a hold of these guys yet. So as soon as I do, I will post that in uh, the Life Short Live Free Facebook group. So make sure you go over there. There's three codes in there right now. There's Shyworks, Ballistic Imagery, and Neomag. Um, so you can go and check that out. Um, those are all for 10% off uh, anything on our on the websites. So as soon as I have, uh, or if I do, um, get a code for this, I will make sure uh, sure to inform you guys. Um, but until then, it's well worth the money. Don't you don't need to wait for a code or anything. You'll be very happy with uh, with this with this piece here. So make sure you go and check it out. Um, Box, do you have? Uh, how do you carry your keys? You're you're just one of those commies that has a ball of keys in your pants, don't you? I have four keys. You only have four keys? Yeah. Good Lord, man. I got like one, two, I got a shitload right here. I got like eight or nine just in, just in this damn thing. Plus a key fob. See, How do you have them? I'm not a janitor. Oh, well, I'm not either, but I got, guys got to have keys, man. What the fuck do I need all those keys for? I have my house key, I have my car key, and I have two keys to the shop. What about your sex dungeon? I, I keep that one hidden. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just a fingerprint. I don't need I don't need that. <laughs> uh, Michael, what's the polka pen? I haven't heard of that one before. Box, uh, you got? Do you see any other comments or questions in the uh, in the the comments that we missed? No, but you did a pretty terrible job actually explaining what this thing is to the people that can't see it. So maybe you should try a little bit better there. Okay, so you basically you take your yeah. I need to I need to be more aware that this is a we do this on a podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. I'll try try to explain this better. What it is, it organizes your keys instead of being on a ring. They are on a how does how does one explain this without um, without uh, showing them? It sandwiches um, they, it your keys. Similar to a pocket knife, then like a Swiss Army knife for your keys, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then it's extendable. You can make it larger or smaller to fit your number of keys in it. And um, yeah, I think that that pretty well explains it. Check it out at keybar.com if you have questions about this. Um, they offer some a bunch. Actually, they got a bunch of cool products. They don't just offer key bars. They got some other stuff on the website, I believe, as well. So. But that's essentially what it is. It's like a Swiss Army knife for your keys. Um, and it uh, gets rid of the ball of keys in your pocket. So this, to me, like this solves a problem for me. This, that's what good products do. They solve a problem. This what's this one did for. This is what last, last month's or last uh, Gears and Beers podcast, uh, uh, cool year under $50 get, did the Neomag. This solves a problem for me. And they're both very high quality products that I will stand behind. So go and check them out. Um, and I don't think you will be disappointed. Also the other, it's not like, well, I'm talking about it still. It's not, it, it takes a little bit of plan to get your keys the way that you like them. Like you can't just slap it together and everything's going to function. Right. It takes a little bit of plan. There's washers and you need, you know, so it's not like completely plug and play. And none of these are there's, that's not just because of the manufacturer, but um, takes a little bit of playing with, but once you get it, like you like it, it's definitely, 
definitely worth it for sure. And then you can put cool, uh, cool shit in it too. I suppose. Uh, yeah. You guys think of any cool, cool, t uh, tools you could put in there other than what they got. Nope. All right. That's all I got. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Can Gosh, I move I'm, on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. You're what? Uh, I was saying, I was just saying, I was doing a lot of weird voices tonight for some freaking weird reason. Mm -hmm. Don't don't mind me. Because you're trying to fill the silence. Doing an awful Probably. lot of talking tonight too. You just keep fucking rambling and rambling and rambling. Well, that's because you don't talk very much. Somebody's <laughs> got to fucking talk. We can't just stand here and stare at each other. How am I supposed to talk when you don't shut up? <laughs> Sorry, I won't say anything the rest of the time. Oh, don't do that. That's a <laughs> terrible idea. Yes, Michael, we are brothers. Don, I believe there's already a bottle opener on that key bar, right, Sam? Yeah, that's actually the one that I got is uh, the beer bottle opener right there. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the next segment here. Don't carry that shit. Here we have don't carry that shit, ladies and gentlemen. I said at the top of the show that this is possibly the worst uh, contestant that we've had for Don't Carry That Shit Tonight. Fuck, did I upload this photo or not? I have not uploaded this photo yet. Give me a second here, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, this is called, while I'm doing this, this, this is called... The bicep holster from some god-awful company called Proud Right Winger. What this is is essentially, well, I'm sure a lot of you have seen, ankle holsters, the like the nylon ankle holsters. That's pretty much what this is, except they want you to strap it on your fucking bicep. Just look at this picture, though. For one... The first thing I notice, aside from the terrible fucking idea, he's carrying a desert eagle on his on his bicep, on his <laughs> on his strong hand, presumably a strong hand, on his right arm, with the handle facing backwards. Somebody explain to me how you draw that any effectively in any way, shape, or form. Let alone, why is he carrying a fucking desert eagle on his fucking, fucking bicep? And he's not concealing at all. It's just, he's wearing a t-shirt, and it's just um, out on out there on his fucking on his bicep. I'm actually, that's baffled. a pretty. I I notice is this guy's a clearly intelligent fella because he's wearing like a isn't that shirt looks like leather almost? Yeah, like the sleeves are look like leather. Yeah, yeah. So he's clearly an intelligent fella. Um. So, what the hell is this other guy doing? This Russian-looking fucker down here. I don't know. Apparently, um, showing how well you can draw it. I don't know because the fucking. I don't know. There's another photo that I'm not even going to try to show you guys that show how to how to wear it. And for one, they have the barrel stuffed up into your armpit, which, beyond the the point of muzzling yourself, there's some pretty important shit in your armpit, like fucking arteries and stuff. That yeah, there's a major artery right there. Don't mind that. Done for if you if you get cut. Uh. Yeah, the, there's. I'm looking at that picture right now. And second, how that would be like the most uncomfortable, like even adding something little like this in my 
that'd be the most uncomfortable freaking thing ever. Oh, absolutely. F- it would be terrible. I mean, you'd have to have your arm like the guys that act like they're tough with their arms puffed way out from their side. You'd be like that all the time, except you'd have a firearm rubbing in your armpit all day long. Yeah, and then you get good old armpit sweat down the barrel and rust the shit out of the barrel. What's funny, <laughs> on their page, they, they actually say runners love this. I would bet runners would be the people that would hate this the most because you'd have a firearm rubbing against your bicep and your the side of your chest the entire time you're running. That'd be absolutely miserable. Oh, it would be the worst. A must-have for every proud gun owner. Mm, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't... This is so bad, I don't even have a lot to say about it. It's, it's just the absolute worst thing. Michael says his butt buddy pulls it out, the pistol. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably be more effective to have a buddy draw this for you. There is no possible fits, way it could be useful. Fits most compact to subcompact semi-auto handguns from 22s to 38 revolvers, and even a 357 can fit at max, even though a large frame or heavy gun will be bulky and heavy on your arm. No shit. <laughs> oh, shocker. Hey, if you put something heavy on your arm, it's going to feel heavy. Oh, thank you. <sighs> thank you. This... Yep, that's pretty stupid. What do you think? Is this... The worst, the one that we've had um, yet. I think it. I think this is definitely, and this is probably in the top two. It's it's right up there with one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. So certainly, yeah, definitely. Michael says, "Just say no." Yeah, you're damn right. You just say no. That's ridiculous. I just think it's hilarious how he has a Desert Eagle strapped to his fucking bicep. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and that's the thing. Like, how could you possibly? draw that like there's no fucking possible way for you to draw it unless maybe if he grabs it and moves it around slides it around his biceps and then then opens it and then pulls it out but uh sweet lord i i don't know that's just let's see if we can get this these uh this proud right winger on his uh and you know what dude you're making right wingers look real fucking stupid would you please would you please stop that? Right? Gosh dang it. Looking through the site, I didn't see a single product where I was like, oh, that could be useful. Right? I don't know. That's just but let's see if, if this Whatever's... product if the, they have a ton of stuff that's mostly nylon garbage. If this if there's a company like this selling a product like this, I don't care how innovative that their other products may be i'm not going to buy them if they're pushing garbage like this i'm just (laughs) nope sorry fucking done never doing business with you ever yeah there's a belly band holster with a phone holder wow! (laughs) because that's what you really need oh my gosh yeah these are uh yeah that, that that one's pretty fucking bad I wish I for, could uh, formulate my, more thoughts about it, but the whole uh, crash there really threw me off my game, so I'm uh, out of it. But yeah, god damn, it's, it's pretty bad. It um, sucks. Max, we got what? We got some bad news. Like uh, I can't see all the comments, and I my comments weren't updating, so I don't think many people said they shared. Other than the only one I saw was Michael. And he, I just mailed him some stickers. So, 
I can go through. We got it says we have seven shares. We got I'm pretty sure Nick Bus shared. Um Boy, this 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 episode is ending in a fucking dumpster fire today, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's what that's what the guys come for here is a freaking dumpster fire. To see us flail around. That's usually what occurs, but that's all right. We don't mind. We uh, always enjoy it. For some reason, yeah, like all my comments are deleted for like the half first half of it. So, okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we don't know. All right. Uh, you know, if this really pisses you off that bad and you commented and you commented and said you shared, just, just message me. I'll give you some fucking stickers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you at this point. Cause I, I can't see who, uh, who shared. So, uh, yeah, just, just message me. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to end it on that fucking awful, awful note. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is an interesting episode it went good for the most part ended not so nicely anyways we appreciate those of you that did stop by and chat with us although it was a bit of a quiet night it was still a fun time um don says no worries i got stickers great 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 have you mailed him stickers before apparently yeah Yes, I did. Remember, because he was commenting about all that shit that one time, and it cracked us up. So I says I was gonna. I mailed him some stickers. Right on. Absolutely. Okay. Once again, thank you everybody for stopping by and listening to us. If you're not listening to us on Facebook right now, we do this live on Facebook every other Wednesday night at eight thirty on our Facebook page, Live Short, Live Free. Uh, follow us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. I think those are really the only three that matter. Be sure to follow our sponsors, Shyworks, on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, Ballistic Imagery, also on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can also find them at Shyworks.com and BallisticImagery.com. And uh, if you're just listening to us for the first time on Facebook, you can also find us, the rest of our podcasts, on all major or most major rather podcast providers and i think that's all we have for you that's all i got that is that is yep um guys like we said earlier make sure you're commenting on the ats comment period please and uh thanks for sticking around we'll be back in two weeks until then remember life short live free god bless god bless the united states of america and to fund the ats Kill the NFA.